Triple M Brisbane's Melbourne Cup Special. G'day punters, Marto, Margo and Dan here from Triple M Breakfast. You can hear us weekdays from 5.30 on 104.5 Triple M in Brizzy or on the Listener app. If you want to grab that, free on the App Store. It's Cup Day, as we know. Where's my bloody bugle? I brought it all this way, man. We're going to do our best to find a winner for you in the great race. Remember, gamble responsibly, of course, Anna. Get a dog up, yeah. Thanks, Shaq. History-making cup winner Michelle Payne is going to join us shortly. And we're also going to get tips from two-time cup winner Channel 7 commentator Johnny Letts, as well as the owner of last year's winner, Gold Trip. Happy punting. Responsibly. Triple M Breakfast. Hey, can we rewind the clock? 2015, let's relive the glory of Prince of Penzance and the first female winner of the Melbourne Cup, Michelle Payne, who's about to join us. Prince of Penzance from Max Dynamite. Prince of Penzance, it's history at Flemington, Michelle Payne. Prince of Penzance beat Max Dynamite. Criterion's run third, then either trip to Paris, gust of wind, or Big Orange, the next one's over. I always describe that as the quietest post-Melbourne Cup ever because about one person in every room around Australia bet on Prince of Pansy. I was there at the Cup in Melbourne, heavily pregnant with my fourth child, and I bet on you, Michelle Payne. Thank you very much, and good morning. Welcome. Oh, you're welcome. Glad you had uh, the faith in me. Well, it's one of those moments, right? Everyone remembers where they were when someone famous dies. You know, Princess Diana, I'll (laughs) always remember that moment. I'll always remember the moment that Michelle Payne took out the Melbourne Cup Obviously, a huge moment in your career. Tell us, 2015, take us back. The you know, how did it all feel and un, you know happen? Well, I never get sick of hearing those final stages of the Melbourne Cup. Um, but it was just an unbelievable day. It was a dream of mine from five years old to just ride in the Melbourne Cup and be a part of it. And Prince of Penzance was my second ride. And uh, when we crossed that finishing line in front, I honestly was shaking my head in disbelief and just relief of all those years of working and dreaming and, um, you know, hoping for a dream to come true all come to fruition and, uh, yeah, incredible, incredible moment. And then if anyone doesn't know, they made it into a wonderful movie, Ride Like a Girl, and now we come to the 2023 Melbourne Cup. What are you doing on the day? Are you training at all or working for Channel 10? Uh, tomorrow, uh, sorry, Tuesday I'll be uh, just working for Channel 10 coverage and uh, bringing all the uh, news from the mounting yard to the viewers at home, all of uh, the late mail of how the horses are looking, so... If you are around, tune in because we found a few winners on Saturday and hope to find a few more tomorrow. Now, you wander around. Do you reckon you can tell by looking at the horse and whether it's got a sweat up and whether you can see it's just how muscular it is, do you reckon you can tell whether a horse is going to run well from the mounting yard? I think you get a really good idea. Um, it's really difficult this time of year because you've got the best of the best, the best trainers, the best horses, but they all parade pretty good. Right. Um, but every so often you might just see something with the favourite that you just think, oh, I wouldn't want to be having my money on. So it's just nice to relay that to the punters at home and they, they think, you know, if they like another one, they can put their money on that and then you never know that it might be the winning factor so um i love that i love being able to bring all the knowledge that i've learned over the years to the to the viewers at home and um try and win them some money i'm an idiot when it comes to horses michelle what do you look for oh you just want to make sure they're in the zone um they're moving well that's probably the main thing they're athletes so you want them to look fit you want them to be moving nice and freely through themselves and just um in the right frame of mind if you've got a horse that's not looking like he's wanting to be there or she and, um, you know, maybe too over the top or or even the other way, too too quiet. Um, 
yeah, just think those those tiny little one percenters can make the difference once they get out there. Michelle, obviously your story was uh, one of sentiment, uh, you know, for female racing in the cup, your family's history uh, in and around horse racing. Have you heard about this one with James McDonald, who's uh, riding Gold Trip in the race, and his mother um, is a, a part owner in the Ruffy uh, Virtuous Circle? No, I haven't heard that actually. Yeah, so his ma, he James McDonald's riding Gold Trip last year's winner, and his mum is a is an owner in another horse that's uh, racing, which is really sentimental because you're like, oh, do I do I cheer for my horse that I want to win, or do I cheer for my son who's the jockey yeah. on another horse? Um, you know, these sort of stories, you know, all in the family it makes create something really special around this time, you know, with the cup. It does, but um, yeah, I think you can cheer for a few. I know, I know my uh, sisters, when I was riding in the Cup, um, had their husbands riding in, in the race, two of them. So mm. um, I think they were watching their husbands a bit more intently than they're not, they were watching me. But then at about the 200, when Penzance hit the front, that front they, they switched their attention and uh, cheer me home. So, well, yeah. Just on that same theory, Kieran Maher's got five runners. Chris Waller's got four runners. How do they balance... You know, their favouritism between their, their various horses. I think they'd be pretty happy just for any of them to run around to win. Have you got a tip, Michelle? Who are you going to be yeah, tipping in go. the cup? Well, there's, there's a lot of live, um, you know, the favourites are all going to be really hard to beat, but I'm um, tipping a roughie right down the bottom with uh, more Fallon's, the horse of Jamie Carr. I think his uh, run in the Geelong Cup in the lead-up to the Melbourne Cup was excellent. He's got 50 and a half, and he's uh, unfortunately got a wide barrier, but if he can slot in somewhere with a bit of cover and have a bit of luck, I think he's, he's a good live lightweight chance. Jamie, yeah. number 20. 20 Jamie okay, Carr 20, is a everybody. There you oh, go. Love 20. Him. There's also another girl. I think she's on Future History, number 21. She's the she's the chick, first time a chick from uh, England has ridden in the race, huh? Yeah, she's an absolute superstar as well. She's just been in America riding at the Breeders' Cup meeting. She's here for the Melbourne Cup, and then she's off to ride in Japan on Friday. Oh, so wow. they don't get much better than that. So she's um, she's got a good chance, too, with future history. She's got 50 kilos. Um, she's a tiny little pocket rocket of a jockey, but she's so strong. And uh, that horse will be he'll be making his presence felt. He's been running really well, um, and he's, he looks like he'll stay the distance strongly. So... Definitely a, a live weight, light chance contender. Good on you, Michelle. Thanks for your time. No worries at all. Happy punting. Michelle Payne there, winner of the Melbourne Cup in 2015 on Prince of Penzance. And don't miss the Cup live and free on 10 at 2 p.m. Queensland time. Hey, shall we rewind to last year? Oh, last year when gold, gold trips brave. I don't know if this is an omen. Right. That little thing I just pressed on the computer yeah. says, what, what year did we just listen to? 2022. My little file says Gold Trip wins the 2023 Melbourne Cup. Well, what an omen. What about the owner we got in with, his, with us now? Gold Trip's owner, Noel Greenhalgh. How are you, mate? Yeah, going good. How are you? Not bad. Does this good. this day, this week, the lead up to this, does this bring back all of the memories of last year and that possibly you could be a chance to win the Melbourne Cup again? Because, Noel, not only is Gold Trip racing again in the Melbourne Cup, you've got four horses in the race. Yeah, we certainly have, um, Margot. Um, it's, look, it's a bit of a different deal. Last year there was really no um, great anticipation. I was sort of hoping that, 
he'd run well and maybe be a top five chance. Um, obviously, uh, the horse has gone on from that and he's proven to be a, a superstar. Um, yeah, a little bit more expectation this year that, you know, he's... But, but again, he's tempered with a bit heavier weight and the track is likely to be a lot harder than it was last year. Last year, he got the rain and time. A lot of things fell into place late in the day, yes, last year with rain, soft going, suited him. It's probably a, a tougher task from this year, yeah. Oh, well, let's talk about your other three because we're big on Omen because we're so parochial up here in uh, Brisbane and Queensland. Let's talk about your other three. How do they rate? Um, yeah, good. Look, the, the, the horse that is of great interest is number six, Salcom. I mean... He he's on, he man. came oh, down. Hold on, no. Just writing this a lot down, of people no. driving to work marking that down. Number six. Yeah, no, don't crash to the car in front. Don't yeah. do it, yeah. please. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> just, we just so Keep number your six. On the road. So you Keep like Solcom? Yeah. Why why the um, interest in Solcom now? Well, look, we bought him. Um, we bought into him 15 months ago with a plan to come to the cup this year. Um, there's no better trainer in the country than getting horses ready for grand finals than Chris Waller. Um, and look, it's been a, it's it's been a plan that. So far has come off and uh, well, um, but the final piece of the jigsaw is to be fitted today. Um, <clears throat> he's a very, very talented horse. Um, has got a terribly bad habit of missing the start, as most punters would be aware. And I think I think a lot of things fall into place with this horse today. I think he's screaming out for two mile. Um, he's been prepared um, mm. to, to the minute. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just expecting something nice from this horse today particularly if he gets out of the gates on time. Yep. No. Um, the when you other pick two a jockey have, for that horse, yeah, knowing yeah. that, you know, he's not great out of the gates, do you pick a jockey based on the characteristics of the horse? How do you pick that? Um, yeah, look, you try you try and match uh, match a horse with a jockey that's, you know, uh, going to seal it out. I mean, we've got one probably, if not the best, one of the, th- the top jockeys in the world on him today, Joe Moreira. Joe is renowned for being quite silky and very calming for horses so we're just hoping that that rubs off on Salcom today and I've no look I've, I've, I'm not I'm not that concerned about it if he just misses it half a length or a length with the barrier draw that he's got he should be right in touch with the middle of somewhere in the middle of the field you just don't want him to be you know out the back and 30 lengths off off the off the lead horse because it's just too much ground to make up you know and all who are the other two horses you got um, yeah, we've got a couple of outside chances. Shiraz, which is another one that was trained by Chris Waller. Now, he was to run in last year's Cup, um, but got an injury late in the piece. And he's another horse that will eat up to two mile. What number um, are we look, talking now? Number 14. Uh, 14. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. No, Thank you. Yeah. And if he, look, if he, if he, um, if he finishes in the top, you know, 10, it'd be a, it'd be a good result for us. Um, and the last one is a horse called Virtuous Circle, whose form looks terrible on paper, but He's another horse that's just looking for ground, and you know, a two hundred to one. You don't have to have to have too much oh, on to get a return. Everyone, two dollars each way on number nineteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, bet Noel. carefully. Bet carefully. Bet responsibly. Yes, hey, exactly. Noel, sum it up for us. After winning the Melbourne Cup last year, if you're a person looking to get into horse ownership, does it pay off? Uh, my balance sheet would say no, but I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Hey, Noel, where's the actual cup that you won? Ah, uh, last year's cup. Good question. So, what happened? <laughs> it, it, it done a, it done a tour of the ownership group, and then we had a fantastic lunch in Sydney on, on Good Friday last year, uh, yes. this year, <laughs> and it went to it was auctioned amongst the ownership group, and uh-huh. a couple of very, very, very um, good guys bought it for eight hundred thousand dollars. So, and then, 
and then you get it. Then you, you as an owner, get your get percentage your share. share of that. Yeah, back. and then so you buy another it was like, horse. It's like it was like winning the cup twice, and then you buy another two horses. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Good, Good on you, Noel. Mate. Thanks, buddy. Incredible. Brizzy boy, Noel oh. Greenhouse, owner of Gold Trip and Solcom. Yeah, and Shiraz Virtuous Circle. Circle. Go, on son. Triple M. We've been there for it all. Four and twenty. Australia's original fan food. On this day, in 2002, I'm going to today, one of the truly great moments in Melbourne Cup history took place. If you remember, rare in the box, if you remember a week before the Cup, Damien Oliver, who's racing, well, we'll find out shortly if his horse is scratched or not, but before the Cup, Damien Oliver tragically lost his older brother, Jason, mm. who was killed after being thrown from a horse during a trial down in Perth. Right, So Damien Oliver, Oliver was touch and go. Your brother has died a week earlier and went on to ride on Cup Day on a horse called Media Puzzle, who won the Geelong Cup. What's that? A week and a half before the Cup, maybe two weeks before the Cup. Oliver was in a prime position coming into the straight and with 200 to go, he let loose to record one of the most emotional victories. Oh, my God. It was a magnificent day in the race. Media Puzzle. Oh, it was amazing. And the man who spoke to David Oliver following the victory was two-time Melbourne Cup winner and Channel 7 commentator, Johnny Letts. Damien, this one meant a lot to you, didn't it, the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, it did, Johnny. Um, it's going to be hard to keep this together. I know it is, mate, but the, the Australia and the world with you. Yeah, Melbourne Cups don't mean a thing to me anymore. I give it back right now to have my brother back. Oh, what a moment and here in he Australian is. history. Here he is with us now. Johnny Letts, good morning. Yeah, good morning, boys. Tell us, like, you're riding along next to Damien Oliver. He's just won. He's emotional. I'm, I'm sure you would have been emotional watching it. What was that moment like? It was hard, but we had a little talk before he went on, and, you know, as I explained to him, I said, Damien, you know, this is something that the world was on there with you. Your brother was on there with yeah. you. Yeah. He wore his, his silks. I said, you know, it's all there. It's all there. Now, he didn't want to do the interview because he's too emotional. I said, I think your brother would love you to do it. And then so we went ahead and done it. It worked out perfectly. Johnny, there's a lot of great jockeys have never won a Melbourne Cup. You won, what, in Piping Lane in 72 yes. and Belldale Ball in, what was that, 1980? 1980. All right, those two days, what do you remember most? Well, the first one, boys, I walked into Melbourne just the day before. I'd never been to Flemington. No, <laughs> you're, you're kidding, are you? How old were you? Never been there, never heard of the horse. How old were you, Johnny? 28. Okay. And I'd, I'd ridden in Adelaide yeah. uh, all my life. In 68, when Rain Lover won the Adelaide Cup, I won it on him. And uh, I was going to ride him in the Melbourne Cup, but then we lost the horse to another stable because the... Uh, no way. So that yeah. would have been your first Melbourne Cup in 68. Yeah. How do you think I felt, boys, when it won by eight lengths? Pretty yeah. shit. Now, listen, so Piping Lane, what, yeah. what what did you get from that that year? Like, how much did you get? What was the earn? Uh, oh, gee, I can't even think of that, but I know... Yeah. I, I, actually, I know, Butch, I, uh, I should know, but I've got the, the Melbourne Cup home, the replica, yeah. not the replica, but the one the jockey gets. And this year, our Melbourne Cup, Lexus Melbourne Cup this year, was worth 275000 last year. And, of course, as you know, we get a new one every year. Yeah. This year, with the price of gold, is worth 600000 Oh, so, wow. Gold, gold Trip was last year's winner, right? Yes. Yeah, and about a, how many people owned that horse? There were people coming out of the woodwork. It seemed like it had 40 owners. What about today's cup? What, have you got a little tip for us from mm. someone on the inside? Gold trip again. Yes, yes I have. Gold trip again. Yeah. 
And, and boys, I'll give you the reason that I like this horse. And you know, you can study for me, you can study everything. Oh, God, yeah. But I think, I think you'll agree with me on this. When we see horses go to Melbourne for the, for the Melbourne Cup, they have to walk into a crowd of over 100,000. Yep. Now, Gold Trip can handle that. Maccabi Diva could handle it. Yep. Uh, Rain Lover could handle it. We had a year when we had a, a mare from New Zealand. I think her name was Prada. She went out onto the track there at the clock tower. You know where the clock tower is, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went out on the track there and she froze. She just froze. And She'd never been in front of that many people. And we had to scratch her out the race. And they were all at the barrier. Oh, 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 oh. she got scratched. Is that right? Horses feel pressure. They've got a vibe to yeah, them, yeah. yeah. Oh, Johnny. We could talk all day, mate. That was brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. All right, so your right, tip, buddy. gold trip. I'm writing it down. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Back to back. Okay, boys. And i tell you what, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Boss had his birthday in, in Adelaide a couple of weeks ago. And we are at the birthday party, and he said he'd like to ride a horse called Without a Fight. So I'm Gold Trip. Boss is on Without a Fight. So if it, uh, head and neck and neck over the last well, I'll cheer for me, boys, because I, I want the bragging rights. Yep. Yep. Too easy. Good let's see. Thanks, mate. Okay, guys. Always a pleasure. On you, mate. Johnny Letzer, winner of the Melbourne Cup in 72 and 80 on 104.5 Triple M. Gamble responsibly. And all oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You win yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. You lose more. You lose yeah, some. You get a dog up you.